Hello and welcome to Compass Chronicles. Today we're talking about the virtue in adulthood or adulthood virtues, something like that. Um, I never know what I'm going to call a podcast until I'm somewhere in the middle of it. Uh, But I came across a a little mini poster um, that I am clearing out things and old homeschool materials. And for those of you who don't know, I've homeschooled my children from scratch, which means they've never been in public school or private school. Um, And I made the decision when it was still a very unpopular choice and have had to answer quite a few people. Um, I've never heard of public school parents having to explain themselves (laughs) to others, but when you homeschool, uh, everyone has an opinion and everyone feels the need to share that opinion with you. Um, As if you made this decision in haste or that you're going to now take their opposing view and tomorrow you're going to enroll the kids in school or something like that. I don't know. Uh, But anyway, that's a whole nother podcast topic. Um, But as I was clearing out things that, you know, my kids are now 12 and 14. And so um, I still have some stuff that, you know, I've wanted to save to give away to a friend or uh, you know, just ended up in a basement bin or something. And I remember when my kids were little, uh, that I purchased a package of, um, which is called We We Choose Virtues. We Choose Virtues. And you can probably find it online somewhere if you Google it. We Choose Virtues. And it's, they have lots of teaching materials and posters and cards and things like that. And I purchased a package so that I could put it on our bulletin board in the basement, our schoolroom. And I wanted my kids to learn, you know, virtuous behavior. We were doing a lot of character building exercises and um, reading little character building um, short stories and things like that. And so this poster happened to be, you know, part of the mix. And so I'm going to give it away. But before I did, I was looking through it and I realized that, you know, in the best of homes or in the best of, you know, education, um, in daycare, Montessori, preschool, kindergarten, you know, through upper elementary, uh, and beyond, um, ideally we are taught, you know, and our character is is formed. We're taught virtues and values and morals, and and our, um, you know, we're sort of molded in that way, ideally, right? However, when you look at the current adult population in your community, don't even look to, you know, the rest of the state or the rest of the country. Although we do talk about topics that are you know, relevant to the entire country, really. But just in your community, think about the adults that you know of, that you see, whether they're like-minded or think the complete opposite of you, politically, culturally, morally, um, all of it. Would you say that you are surrounded mostly by virtuous people And I didn't mean righteous people, because there are a lot of people who think they're right. 
and think that they have some sort of warped sense of moral high ground when they don't. I mean, virtuous. And I think most of us would say that we, you know, uh, hopefully are are surrounding ourselves with people who are like-minded and virtuous people. However, (laughs) not everybody can say that. And I think some of us have had to make really hard decisions in the last 15 months, especially because everything has really come to a head. Um, Some of us have had to make those decisions in the last four plus years because things were coming to a head and friendships and family relationships really sort of became um, strained. Okay. So some of us have been dealing with it for a while, but definitely in the last 15 months, we've seen it more and more as people with opposing views have become um, violent, unhinged. You know, they say that about, you know, people who disagree with them too. Um, But we can see things for what they are, right? Um, If I saw someone who was behaving irrationally and they were just crazy and, you know, the film, uh, you know, the news cameras are going and people are showing, you know, footage on their phone or whatever. Um, it It's always someone who has an opposing view than me. Come to find out. In the moment, I just look at them and I go, wow, this person's nuts. I don't think about their political beliefs or whatever. That comes out later when you find out more about this person and what the story is. And it always seems to be, (coughs) excuse me, that they have opposing views politically. So as I was going through, you know, this list of virtues, I wanted to share it with you. Because I want you to think about it for yourself. Again, I talk a lot about self-improvement and personal development. And I truly, truly believe that we are all a work in progress. And, you know, you fix one area and another area needs work. And so, you know, we're not all going to have a handle on everything all at once, right? It's just, you know, we're not perfect, right? And that's ideal. However, you know, this is real life. But I want you to think about this because I hope that it will encourage you and give you some inspiration um, to kind of think about things, about how you behave, how you act, how you treat people in your life, how you present yourself, how you represent your own family, how you represent um, the company that you work for or uh, your state or your uh, political party or whatever it is, right? That is important to you in that particular scenario, whatever scenario that is. So the first one is, I am diligent. And it's, it's always speaking as I am, right? Um, and for those of you who don't know that much about, you know, child development and education, uh, you know, it's, there are certain ways, well, with anyone, really, but there are certain ways to bring up a subject or to talk about a subject. Uh, for example, if a child is hitting someone else, right? You might hear a parent say, we don't hit because that hurts people. That doesn't feel good. It makes people sad. It makes people angry. So they understand, 
You know, we don't do that. We use our words. And when we can't use our words, we come and tell mommy or dad or whatever, you know, somebody what's going on and they will help, but we don't hit. Right. So we're speaking in the present tense. We're speaking matter of fact, this is what we do. We're not saying you don't hit, you know, and, and yelling and scolding. I mean, people do that all the time too. But the kid's like, uh, yeah, I do. And I just hit that kid. Right. <laughs> so you'll hear a different approach, right? It's the, I am, we don't, this is matter of fact, this is how we behave. So I am diligent. I start fast. I work hard and I finish strong. I am not slow to get started or lazy, and I don't quit early. So how many of us would say that we are diligent? That we take the initiative before we're asked to do something, whether at home or at work or in a volunteering setting. I work hard and finish strong. I am not slow to get started or lazy and I don't quit early. Some people like to dodge their responsibilities. And as soon as somebody's not looking, they go, oh, it's finished. I couldn't find the rest of whatever I needed to finish. And no, just leave it for the next shift. The next one is I am helpful. I find things that need to be done. Again, taking initiative. And I do them. I am not selfish, lazy, or unwilling to serve, and I don't have to be asked. I am helpful. I am perseverant. I can do it even when it's tough. I am not going to give up or complain, and I don't say I can't or it's too hard. There are a lot of adults that will spend more time and energy justifying why they do the things they do that waste time or not efficient, um, you know, that are just silly, foolish, stupid, whatever. They will spend more time defending those actions and making excuses as to why they can't do certain things or why they have to do it this way or why, you know, they need somebody to help them instead of doing it somewhere, you know, in a different way where they can stand on their own feet than to actually do it themselves or to do it the right way or to improve or to correct their behavior. I can do it even when it's tough. I am not going to give up or complain. And a lot of people complain for everything. As soon as you start talking to them, they're complaining. Everything is negative. Some older people are like this, moms and dads and older people that were around, and they're just constantly complaining. And I get it. You know, they're older. Every bit of them hurts. You know, they can't do things on their own. They're dependent on other people. They're frustrated. They don't feel well. You know, all sorts of things, right? I get it. But some people are truly, truly grateful for every day that they're awake, Every day that they're around their loved ones. Every day that they have an opportunity to do something else for themselves. And then there are some people who just complain the entire time. And then they wonder why, you know, nobody calls them. Nobody stops by to see them. Nobody takes them out. 
to get some air. Nobody takes him for a walk. Nobody takes him to the store. Why? Because that constant complaining drains their energy and they don't want to be around it. So think about that and how you speak about things going on in your life. Yeah, we all vent from here, you know, here and there. But think about how much time and energy you're spending on that. And think about if you're venting about the same things over and over, and especially to one particular person, you got to cut them some slack. They're going to get really tired really fast of the subject and of you, right? The next one is I am gentle. I speak quietly and touch softly. I am not rough, harsh, or loud, and I don't destroy things or hurt people. Obviously, there are some people who go way overboard and they overreact and they're not happy people and they take it out on those that are closest to them. But there are people who are just regular people like you and me who don't realize that they might have said something a little bit nicer. They could have, you know, maybe they were teasing, but, you know, it it could have been said without teasing. It could have been said with a little more grace. I find that women often talk to men this way and don't realize that, you know, men can feel disrespected. Men can feel like, you know, why is she joking with me like that? Why is she teasing? That's not necessary. Men can get their feelings hurt. Men can feel slighted. And women go, whatever, I was just joking. You can take it. Okay, but maybe that was unnecessary. Maybe you could have said it differently. Maybe you could have been more polite, more courteous. I never realized how rude I was to my mother until she passed away and I was looking at watching old family videos and I realized I was unhappy then because I was going through, you know, I was married but I was parenting on my own basically. And just a lot of things were not working out the way I thought they would be. And I was tired and frustrated and my parents would come over and I'd still be doing stuff around the house and cooking and cleaning and, you know, changing diapers, but they were just playing with the kids. So I was still in the background taking care of things. I wasn't napping or taking a shower or any of those things. I was just getting the other stuff done. And I realized in those videos, you know, I'm catching attitude with my parents and getting snippy and saying things, just kind of rude. And you don't realize that at the time until you're on the outside looking in and go, huh, well, it's kind of nasty. Not like, you know, full on like yelling or anything, just kind of rude. You know, not really saying things the nicer, nicest way. I am content. I have my quote unquote wanter under control. I am not bored, greedy, or always wanting more. And I don't beg or whine. I'm content. There are a lot of people who are constantly looking for the next thing that they want or the next thing that they should strive for. But it is important 
even if it's a conscious decision to schedule a day where you're not going to buy anything, where you're not shopping online, where you're not planning on the next big project, where you're not planning on something else that's going to cost you money, and you just appreciate what you have. You reuse something around the house. You figure out a different way to solve your problem without buying something else. You're just content where you are. I am attentive. I watch and listen carefully. I am not forgetful, distracted, or distracting. And I don't ignore or interrupt. You know, it's a common thing these days. People go, oh, I have ADD or I have ADHD, even when they're not diagnosed. They lack focus. They're just scatterbrained, absent-minded. They forget. And they don't take measures to avoid that, to protect against it for work or for personal reasons. And they expect that other people are just supposed to accept their excuses all the time. Or even in conversation. They're on their phone. They're watching something on TV. They yes somebody to death. Yeah, uh-huh. Right, right, right. Yes. Okay, okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Yeah, all right. Get to the point. Okay, I got, I got something to do. I got to go. Hurry up. What, what's your, what are you trying to say? That makes people feel awful. So be attentive and patient. Well, patience is another one on the list. I'm not there yet. I am honest. I am a truth teller. I am not a liar, a thief, or a cheater, and I don't change the truth to get my way. Some people change the truth depending on whoever they're talking to. The truth is still the truth. Well, your mother called. You don't really want to see her today because you have other things to do. Okay. Well, Mom, you know, today we've got a lot of household projects we've got to take care of. And this is really a day where we got to get it done. Uh, if you want, I can take you out tomorrow or I can stop by later this evening or tomorrow morning and bring you what you need. Or if you want to get out of the house, I can take you, you know, tomorrow or, or next week. Um, but, you know, today I'm just slammed. It's the truth. You don't have to bend it. You don't have to lie or steal or cheat. I am kind. I treat others the way I like to be treated. I am not selfish, sarcastic, or rude, and I don't hurt others on purpose. You know, it's funny these days, people I see, you know, decorative items and t shirts and things, and everybody goes, well, well, everybody on commercials too. But you see all these decorative items and it says, choose kindness. Well, no, I woke up this morning and I decided to be a jerk. Yeah, of course we choose kindness. Yeah. Yeah, we, we hope to be kind. Nobody consciously makes a decision and goes, I'm going to, you know, be a crappy person today. But like I said before, there are ways to say things that are just a little bit nicer, a little bit more polite. I am self-controlled. I make myself do the right thing. I am not wild, rowdy, or disorderly, and I don't expect others to control me. I am self-controlled. That's very, very challenging. 
Self-control, self-discipline, very challenging, but very important. I am patient. I wait and wait and wait with a smile. Some people wait and wait with a scowl on their face. And they go, I'm waiting. Yeah, but with a miserable attitude. I am not pushy or controlling. And I don't get frustrated or bored when others are slow. (coughs) Excuse me. I am obedient. Okay, whatever you say, I will obey right away. I am not argumentative, unwilling, or slow, and I don't refuse to do what I'm told. This is something that I have learned um, in the last several years. Not everything needs an answer. Not everything needs a rebuttal. Not everything needs a retaliation. Not everything needs, uh, oh, why do you want me to put this here? Oh, why do you want me to do that? Oh, and questioning something or someone. You can just do it. Well, you know, this should be over here. I just, I, I want this over here in this drawer over here so I can find it. Well, maybe I like it in a different place, but okay. It's not even mine, right? It's his. All right, fine. I'm going to leave it over there. Okay, well, I think personally that's a stupid place to put it, but whatever, I'm not going to say anything. Okay, fine, I'll put it in the drawer. And I do it. Why? Because it's not a big deal. I know the next time he's looking for it, he's not going to look in that place because that's a stupid place to put it. I can let him figure that out on his own. That's not what 20-year-old Bahar would have thought. 20-year-old Bahar would have been like, that's a stupid place to put it. Why do you want to put it here? But now I go, okay, I know what's going to happen. I'll let him figure it out on his own. Right now, he wants it there. Okay, I'll put it there. And guess what? He finds out it's a stupid place to put it. And he finds, he picks a different place. Or he goes, where should I put this? I can never remember that it's here. Okay, well, why should you put it over here? Oh, okay, that's a good idea. It took a little longer. But in the end, it kind of worked out, right? I am forgiving. I choose to love when others hurt me. I am not hateful or angry and I don't stay mad, gossip, or try to get even. I am forgiving. For those of us who have had to go through separation and divorce, they're not just our spouse, but people around us, friends and family that have probably contributed to that hurt and disappointment and uh, mistrust and, and all of that. You can forgive them. People would say, well, why are you so nice to them? Why are you still tolerating? Why are you still cordial? Why are you whatever? Because I have to live with myself. And they're just not great human beings. What can I say? Right? So I could continue to hate and fight and be angry and whatever, but I'm really only hurting myself. And ultimately, they will go away a lot faster. And they will be done with in my lifetime. Uh, a lot sooner if they are no longer a problem. People or things that pose a problem for you stick around a lot longer. That's just the way it is. It's Murphy's Law. The more something or somebody stresses you out, the longer it sticks around. 
because you're not done learning from it yet. You're not done dealing with that yet, forgiving it yet, or forgiving that person yet. So if you want that person or that thing to go away, accept it, forgive it, work with it so it can move on and you can move on. I hope these were interesting sort of self-reflections, not just for yourself, but people around you. Because as adults, we tend to get sort of off track of all of these things. And so it's important to kind of we think back and we go, these are things we tell little kids. But yet as adults, we don't behave this way. We've forgotten. Somebody needs to take us back to little, you know, daycare classes, preschool classes and remind us of all of these virtuous qualities. I thank you for taking the time to listen to Compass Chronicles. Remember, we're always trying to find our way. And with Compass Life Solutions, we can do that. So I thank you again for taking the time to listen. And I hope you catch me next time. Bye-bye.